Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So today I have a special guest in the building with me, Ken. Say, hey, Ken. What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Okay, so I've been knowing Ken, I think, a majority of his life, and he is one of the funniest people that I know. And so today I really wanted to just have a fun mm-hmm. episode. I wanted to keep it light. Want to talk some hot topics, shoot the shit. We're going to play some games with each other. And so I wanted to uh, bring him right. on because he's really fun. So how was your week? What you been up to? So my week was pretty much, um, it was eventful, you know. You know, I'm all about that mental health stuff. So, you know, of course, personal issues outweigh. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm alive. I'm here. So that's that's the goal, just to be here and be present. So it was there good. Go. Be here and be present. You right. Know people, you know how many people be are not present? And be present? Telling you. That's good. at all. They just hear. They just that's hear. A problem. That's a problem. That's right. Right. Um, for me, I just been super busy. Uh spring break, like I was telling you before we started recording this this week. So I've been preparing a week of fun for my child. And so uh, I've been preparing for that. Uh, I also um just finished up the season one of verbal consent podcast um i have the trailer on my on my show if you guys haven't seen that or check that out we finished that up last week um i also forgot to announce that i am working on and i, and I just joined on to the third chamber podcast that was really fun it's with a group of guys i've been knowing them since college so i think i've been knowing i think we've been knowing each other almost 14 years now i want to say but it's with uh chris and jamar and uh, we've been really uh, having a good time recording that. And so we talk all things, pretty much hot topics. We talk sports. We talk, it, the conversations pretty much go everywhere. So definitely uh, check that one out. Third Channel Podcast, Rubber Consent Podcast, catch up on those if you haven't. So I've had my hands full just doing a whole bunch of shit. Mm. So that's pretty much all I've been doing <laughs> and um, working, maintaining, and preparing for spring break. So I actually am really excited for this episode this week. So Let's just roll into Motivational Monday. So today for Motivational Monday, I have a quote and it's whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. So I like Mm. that quote when I saw that. I think that um, I've really been working on manifestation and really just putting on the atmosphere, you know, what you want and just going to get it. And so that's basically this whole year, you know, my word is being intentional and so I feel like everything I'm doing, I'm being, I'm mm-hmm. being intentional. So uh, just wanted to use that for right. motivational Monday. So today for my black excellence, I wanted I like, to. I like that quote. Yeah, that quote was good. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I... Oh, no, you good. Um, so today for my black excellence, I wanted to salute my child, uh, Isaiah, he was, um, they haven't fully announced it yet. I, I know they're going to do an article because they've done articles in the past for the other people, but he basically was chosen for a page for the 2021 Gifford County Poet Laureate Award that he's going to get. He had to submit three poems and out of the this county, I think they choose a kid per school. Uh, I think that's how it goes. I'm not really all the way sure, but he was mm-hmm. chosen. And then from there, I think they give, um, awards like the top three I think is another step after this but out of uh the whole pool of kids he was chosen so um Isaiah is a very good writer and I think 
when when he came on the show, we talked about him being a writer and that being his goal and his dream. And so, you know, we're in, in very much support of that, but I'm very proud. So I uh, wanted to make him my Black excellence for this week. Woo-hoo. Woo. All right. So <laughs> now, Kat, it's just me and you. Yeah. I had to get all the stuff out the way. All <laughs> right. So let's start by me just picking your brain. So what are you listening to right now? So right now I am currently listening to artists out of um, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, his name is Kevin Lemons. He has a choir. You know, I'm a choir head. So I'm a, like a church boy mixed with the trap. I understand. I <laughs> but understand. that's my type of feel. But um, his feel um, is choir music. And he has actually a single out right now. If you wouldn't have asked me, I probably would have remembered it. Uh, hold on. Da, 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 da. Dang. It's working out. It's working. Yeah, so it's a really good song. I um I actually li- I've been listening to it for the past three days actually. Um, uh, well, I just wrote every that morning down I get up. You know yeah. gospel. You know that's my genre. Besides, yeah. R&D, so actually, yeah. it's called. I'm sorry. Let me go back and quote that again. It's called "For Your Good." For it's your called good. "For Your Good." F O R for your good. Kevin Lemons and Higher Calling. Um, okay. they're a good choir. So it's it that's it's a motivational song so yeah so i've been listening to that's what i've been listening chica her ep Mm -hmm. came out i love her um let's see gospel i'm I'm always listening to tasha cobbs it's my favorite chandler moore i've been listening to that a lot okay and uh, he's amazing i love him like yes the thing about it the, the one thing i do like about him is um he's very pure um and so many times in in church scene, and i'm sorry i i'm not trying to take it off but so many times in the church scene it's um it's very rare that you see a young black honest male that genuinely is a pure worship everything yeah. he sings is is not the gospel feel but it's it's life and yeah. and I think his music is life. So so um, what kind of gospel yeah, do you like? Do you like the choir? Do you like the slow? Do you like the upbeat? I don't like the I don't like the the new some of that new gospel. I don't like the where it sounds like I'm listening to like a rap song or something. I don't like that. Okay, no, I don't like that. I don't. I'm definitely. I don't know what that's called. I'm more sober now. I, 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 to me that's rap gospel i'm not into anything or that's rap gospel, gospel. Maybe, or still not into that either. Yeah, either um i'm more so of a of a i'm a i'm traditional so i like that old good me too me too good singing but now i'm getting for personal reasons because as you as you grow older of course you know the saying is you get to know god for yourself i'm getting more into um to um good soul music um, and yeah. i feel like chandler music is soul um, yes. it speaks to the soul he, he um, brings me to he brings me to tears and that's that's what i'm into like that's the gospel i'm into like mm-hmm. i i want to feel and i want to feel everything and so all the other stuff is kind of it gets a little it gets a little muddled for me so i like that yeah i sent you well a couple couple i think a month ago that um mm-hmm. the tasha page song love that yeah tasha uh-huh. page she's a good artist i'm with her, I do like how 
she's becoming one of those type of artists where everything she's saying is is a it, it touches your soul. Of course, we expect all gospel music to touch your soul, but at the end of the day, there's certain music that you like. I don't want to hear biblical stuff. Let me hear about life. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. like some because some of that stuff we don't understand. I mean, me as being a church boy, some of that stuff in the Bible I just don't understand, and partially I may not agree with, but. You know, I'm all yeah. about speaking to the soul. You know, the person I think speaks to me the most um, is Leandria Johnson. Because, you know, with her, Different. you know, she, I feel like even with like her struggles and all that, it's kind of like, you know, you humanize her. And I just, I we're going to get into it. We're going to, I don't want to get yeah. into that subject right this moment because we're going to get into it in a moment. But yeah, she is somebody that like you really, I really believe her when she sing and I really feel her, you know, because I really feel she's like mm-hmm. a real person, you know what I'm saying? So I, I love her. Mm-hmm. So let me, so to close up our music, if you were going to make a band, who is your, who is your gospel must haves? Um, I would have Kiera Sheard. I would have, um, whew, I would have a guy by the name of, and he, you can listen to his music. His name is Josiah Martin. I would have PJ Morton. I would have Melvin Crispell. Okay. And I, um, Kim Burrell. Okay. Oh, wait. And one more. As the songwriter, arranger, and producer, I probably would work with um, Jonathan McReynolds or Donald Lawrence. Okay. I'm here from both of those. I saw Jonathan McReynolds twice. And mm-hmm. it was just literally him on the stage with a guitar and he was absolutely phenomenal. Like, I mean, I, 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 I love him actually. So I've been listening to him since he like first came out. Um, but I saw him, um, loved him. And I think, you know, you know who I will, who I will, who I will have in my bag though. I will have um, Tina from Mary Mary. Okay. She a beast. She, she, she is she crazy but she she is a beast you you gotta have that one person that's gonna come through and bring you on home that's that's tina she's gonna come through and she gonna she gonna bring tina, it in she's gonna clean it up she's gonna bring I, it in i, I call her wretched gospel so yeah she is i love that song with pj Morton, mary mary and leandra johnson mm-hmm. oh, I, can't, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head if i wouldn't have said it i would have known it I listen, you say, all, I listen to it all the time. It's PJ Moore and Mary Mary and Le- Leandra Johnson. I think it came out last November or something. It is called Worth It. There we go. Worth It. Yeah. Okay. Worth okay. It. So other than gospel, um, do you listen to, do you listen, you listen to R&B? Um, yeah, I've been actually listening to Jasmine Sullivan album. I oh, think yeah, her right. Hotels is everything. Yeah, it, it, it's, it. it, it it, that thing speaks to the absolute soul. Um, of course, they say it's for women, but you know, as a male perspective, there's some stuff. You know, you just erase the gender part, and you'd be like, you know what? I feel it this for, shit. it's not for women though, because men go through stuff too. Well, yeah, but you know, women listen. To, oh, girl, I don't went through this. Y'all about to pack his shit, and he leaving. I'm that's getting him out of my house. No, you know, <laughs> versus us, we listen to it. Us as men, we listen to it, and I'd be like. Damn, I feel her because honestly, I've been in um both predicaments where I'm dealing with a a a, a fuck ass person, right? And then on the other end, I've been that fuck ass person. So I'd be like, damn, is that really how people feel? Oh God, wait, 
but I'm really a good person. I have a good heart. So it's kind of like, damn, Jasmine, you walking on everybody's shoes. So I'm just, Ken, I have a whole, I'm, I have a whole podcast where I sit and talk about things that I've done in the past. So, oh. you know, I, I get it, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm changed. So I get it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's get into um, hot topics. Okay. Now I talked about the Kerr Franklin situation before on here. Um, mm-hmm. You're a church head. I kind of wanted to talk about it again with you because you have like some perspective. So just mm-hmm. to catch anybody up that don't know, I know you guys probably do know, but a few episodes ago, I talked about how Kirk Franklin had exchanged with his son. His son recorded right. the exchange where Kirk Franklin was basically cussing them out. And, um, you know, basically it's, it's been this narrative of what, what, do we, what do we feel about it, right? Because it's out here in the world. So what was your, Correct. okay, I guess first, let me ask you this. Why do people, why do you think people put church, like church influencers or like, like IE preacher, you know, a Kerr Franklin, why do you think people put them so much on a pedestal? Like as if they're not people. Um, because of what they portray. Um, and, and I feel like it's, it's both parties fault. Um, it's both, it's the artist's fault and it's us as the fans fault. Because um, number one, as a fan, you have to re- recognize, first of all, don't look at who the person is. You got to look at what gift they have. So that's the number one thing. Um, I look at every, I'm, oh God, I love Beyonce. I am, I feel like I'm the number one fan of Beyonce. But at the end of the day, I recognize that Beyonce is human. Yeah. So if Beyonce cheated on Jay-Z or, or beat her child or didn't braid blue hair one day and we catch it, I'm not about to sit out there and, you know, judge her or, or, Oh, she Beyonce, so she no, she's human. And sometimes people get tired. So I think us as um fans or us as people, we put people on pedestals simply because of we just think that they could do no wrong. Or that's what we expect as artists, that artists can do no wrong. And um as artists, I think as artists, a lot of artists, i.e. Leandria, and I was so um respect her craft for this, yes. is because she puts it out. She's human. Yes. Um, and she makes herself known. I don't know if you was watching the preachers of Atlanta when she was on the episode. It was one episode where she was literally walking around the streets giving out cigarettes and condoms. And I'm not saying that she was right for that because I'm like, Leandria, yeah, that's a lot. However, her per- her point was, if I got to give you this so you can just take a minute to hear me and understand, oh, I smoke cigarettes too. I drink too. I, I, I fuck too. Or, or maybe I probably fucked 20 minutes ago, but at the end of the day, I, I I know what conviction is. Yeah. Um. And and I think that's that's the issue that a lot of artists don't put out, i.e. the Kirk Franklin situation. Um. But I feel like, I, but I feel like Kirk Franklin has put out that narrative. Like I've I've watched interviews with him in the past. You don't think so? Because he's talked about how he's from the hood. Like, didn't he sell drugs? Talk about being from the hood and and actually seeing you. I've never heard Kirk Franklin in anything bad besides him on Oprah doing porn. Okay, so that's true. That's true. I've, I've never heard anything bad. But I think he did talk about he was from the hood. And I think he, before he was- Everybody's from the hood. We're from the hood. I, well, I, <laughs> we're from the hood. Hell, I'm from my daddy, from I'm, I'm my daddy's son. So I'm from the hood. But everybody has been, especially us black people, we come from nothing. And it's amazing now in now time, we see how great um us as a black culture we are. But at the end of the day, we got problems. 
And yeah. sometimes people don't put that out there. I never knew in a million years that Kirk Franklin was having these type of issues with his child. So number one, him doing Sunday's best, wearing these all nice suits. And that's where it comes to us as people. We put people up on a pedestal. Um, I'm thinking Kirk Franklin was living a life, happy life, happy wife, happy family. You know, that's what I'm thinking. But when this bombshell dropped, I'm like, that's true. Wow. And, you know, you bring up a good point that, that I, I had in my mind before and I forgot about that. You bring up a good point because I feel like maybe gospel artists should be more transparent, but I think they feel like they can't be. And you, you know, I feel like that's a hypocrisy of the church though. I think is that I think sometimes you can't be. I, huh? No, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, you, you went for example. I mean, you, I mean, you already know, you know, and it's like, okay, I, for, let me just go straight into it. For example, there are a lot of people in the church, of course, and that are gay. you know, I, I don't mind that are gay. That yeah. I, I'll share my story. Growing up in the church, of course, me as a little boy, I wasn't thinking about that stuff, but there were men who who um prayed and prayed on me. So it's kind of like, eh. but yeah. now, you know, back in the day, as me being who I am now, I could be honest and transparent and say back in the day, um, I wasn't having these thoughts. And then as time progressed as a teenager, it was a young adult. I began to have these thoughts and I could not be transparent about it because no one could tell me that they could relate to this. I had no one right. to relate to. So now we're in that time where I'm growing up seeing these same people that shun gay, married, right. out. And I'm like, oh, is this what Most times is? I feel like when people are doing the shunning, that there, there is, is something more there anyway. I do think that- yeah. I do agree with you when you were young, like we're not that far off in age. Like I talked about this on my other show, like you just didn't see it and it just wasn't mm -hmm. normalized like it is now where people were more like yeah. in the closet, you know, of whatever. And, you know, I'm a believer of just being who, who you are, man. Like, and, and who I, you, you know, and I'm, I'm a Christian, you know, like I say, I'm a loose Christian. Cause you know, I'm, I'm one of the ones that's, you know, be, be praying on Sunday, cussing on Monday, but still <laughs> like, you know, like, but I feel like, your sexuality, in Mika's opinion, like I feel like your sexuality, it doesn't take away um, from who you are. So because of mm -hmm. who I choose to love, like if I go out and I live my life, you know, completely, you know, as a Christian, I'm, and I'm walking in faith and I'm a good person. I do right by people and all that stuff. Like, you're not going to tell me that I'm going to go to hell. So I don't like when people give those narratives. And I think it's mm -hmm. kind of archaic at this point yeah um sometimes I, I this might sound crazy but sometimes sometimes i feel like it should be some revisions to the bible because i mean we are in a completely different time and you can't hell i, I feel like this would be revision to life yeah i feel like you can't walk around i mean you you know how it was when we were young and like for me you know i had a boyfriend i d did not think about females at all you know Correct. um but i always at the same breath of that like I think, I mean, I'm, you know, my mom's probably gonna hear this, so she's gonna be like, what the fuck? But my mom used to be like, you know, because I think she knew, I think she recognized that I might've liked females at a young age. So I'll she kept, you know, making the statements of like, it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, you know, all this stuff. So shit, I'm scared. Yeah. So by the time, you know, I go to college, like I'm scared of gay people because I, I've never seen one. Like, I don't know what's going on. Right. My teammates were gay. And so I'm awkward as shit. I'm completely <laughs> uncomfortable. I mean, for real though. And so- when I it's finally true. like allowed myself to come into my sexuality, I had my first girlfriend, I think at 20, I want to say. Yeah. And I was in the closet for two years 
like literally told no one. And, and I mean, that's why I say I was a horrible girlfriend to her because I literally would say she's my friend. Even when we right. went to a gay club, I couldn't even be gay with her because I was embarrassed and ashamed. And after the two years, I was like, I just told people, I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore because the, the way you right. feel like a liar, it's just not even fucking worth for me, and it's not worth any and, of that. I, I was, and it and it eats at your soul so oh bad my to God. the point where you get tired of trying to um, protect the image of who you are. Because sometimes people forget that we are human. Yes, there are a lot of people who mask being human very well. Yeah. Um. And 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 I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but coming from the small town that we are. Um, yeah, I could I could totally relate to everything that you just said because that that was my same exact thing. Like I was scared. Most yeah. guys that come from my hometown, we didn't we don't talk about certain things like that because it's uh, it's not the norm. And you know, but, you, and you know, Ken, honestly, even when I when even when I talk to my son about sexuality and all that, you know, I don't give a shit. You know, I teach I teach him more so based on like. I, you know, whatever you feel, right? I mean, obviously he he translate right now, present day 18 and straight, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm love you regardless. Like I would never ever create a space where, you know, um, you're not welcome. And so when I started right. seeing, when I started getting more and more into the culture in general, and I started seeing how uh, there were people in college who couldn't go home. I started seeing yeah. some of my friends that will go home with somebody else because their parents was like, they can't come home because they're gay. And I, and I was like, this shit crazy. And that's what made me start being like, I don't give a fuck. Now I don't walk around, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, Oh, I'm gay. Cause I, you know, I, I more so say I'm free because yeah. I just kind of, you know, you know, right now and, I'm on a, on a lady and- train and tomorrow I could be, somewhere else right so and, see, and that's the thing see that right there Mika I respect that because a lot of people do not um normal normalize is saying listen that's who I am and that's okay right like like and and that's the that's the part where I'm just like normalize it being okay because why it's do not- you have to but why do you have to be anything like you know you know you know Les we've been dating forever but Les was married to a man for yeah 20 plus years so right for me i was i I dated girls then started came out and was like you know i like guys too and then there was a point where i'm like i'm not on the guy train no more let me go let me just get serious and fell in love and had children and it it didn't work out so now with me being single the question is who's next (laughs) so i get it and it but it's okay and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay. And I just wish people would be more transparent because I know a lot of men who walk around that are still creeping in the dark. And it's like, you know, come on. Wow. I just think we all should be, should be free. And I will say one more thing though. This is off subject completely, but we're on, we're right. on it. So let's go with it. I don't care. Let's go right. with it. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and this is what I really believe. I lead with honesty. Yeah. I believe that if you tell people like say say you with a girl mm-hmm. and say you are like look i i just don't want to be you know monogamous mm-hmm. and you know say that's that's how you that's how you feel at the time um i feel like sometimes if you lead with the truth you might actually get i mean you they either got an option to say yes or no right right so it's like sometimes i'm like well, why don't you just tell them because there's some women who don't mind doing 
you know, other stuff or, or doing some alternative stuff in the bedroom. Like, why not talk about, you know, if it's something that you, that you may feel or something like that. Like, I just feel like if people communicated more, you might actually get some of the things that you might actually want. Does that make sense? Um, it, ma- it, I, it makes sense to me. Um, but of course there are some people that don't want to walk in with honesty because they're afraid of judgment. Um, I know for me, it was, it was hard when I first got with my children's mother. Um, the first thing she said to me, she said, Kendrick, do you, do you like guys? And I literally, uh, uh, of course us being friends, I never discussed it with her because I, you know, I loved her, um, as a friend and as a good girl. I literally shook my head like, no, but my heart was saying, oh my God, I, I, sh- I need to tell her the truth. Um, and she looked at me and told me, Kedrick, okay, you lied. I already know. And it's okay. And from that point on, when she said those words, Mika, I fell in love because I had never heard somebody say to me, in spite of what you um, personally struggle with, I still love you. Right. Um, and, and that's what I needed to hear and that made me fall in love with her even more as a person but you know that was yeah but that's but that's a good story though Kev because that's I mean that's that's just that's just being real though and I I I just think and I'm not saying that everybody is gonna align this way but I just think that you know if you're just you know I don't know I just know those two years that but now I I was living a lot I felt horrible but to back up what you said though um you said that you should that you should lead in the truth. So now after experiencing that, every every person I run into, um, anyone um, with me being single or, or who I am now, I do lead with the truth because I want them to know what I'm honestly looking for. Exactly. Um, and now you know and, how, it, and you also got this, you saw that there's someone was like, it's fine. Yeah. Like you're less yeah. scared, you know what I'm saying? To live your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think once you kind of live your truth, like for me, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just think I'm, I'm happy because I don't give a fuck. And yeah. I and don't I'm, like, if I'm, I know that I, I'm a good person, I know that I'm walking the way that I'm supposed to. I know that I'm, you know, living the way I'm supposed to, and I'm honest and I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think about me. I don't. Yeah. That part. Cause you know, yeah. I could, give two, I could, and I'll tell anybody, this, I could give two shits what you question, what you feel, at the end of the day, as long as I got peace in my life, I don't care. Exactly. I agree. It's like, okay. you know. So, now, Ken, now you do be a little ratchet on social media, okay? I'm about to float into the next topic here now. But we're about to talk about your oh, talk God. About cancel culture, well, okay? Honest, so, we're about to talk about cancel me. culture. Ken, you be, a, you be a little ratchet on, on social media. So. Okay, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you think I'm very? Do you think I'm an emotional person as a man on Facebook or in or social media? Period. Um, I don't think that I don't think that you're you're a emotional man, but I think you're just more transparent than I am. But that's not necessarily a that's not Perfect. necessarily a bad thing. I, I'll live. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I'm like yeah, I'm I'm I, one of those people that- like. I mean, okay, think about it. Les and I dated for I don't even know how many years. Literally, I rarely post, you know, on my personal pages like my family. You know, like I don't really post. I, I literally, I think if you go to my like my personal uh, IG page, I post my books. 
I post like, you know, my dogs, but like when it comes to my personal, like I don't really put anything up there and, but, and then, and, but you do put stuff up there and I actually agree with some stuff you say, but you're just more open than I am, but I'm also just, you know. Yeah. Cause I believe that people will respect you more for your, for your truth and your transparency. The, the thing Does it is, get you in trouble sometimes? Um, like people get mad at you? I mean, they do, but the, the, there's a difference. There's a difference. I always, my grandma always tell me a hit dog hollers. So I don't put things on social media, especially when I'm trying to throw shade. And I think that's the, the bad part about social media now that people use it for different mechanisms. My mechanism is to be as transparent and say, sometimes, look, you looking stupid if you're out here doing this and or you know, <laughs> yeah. I try to keep it real on that level. And sometimes it, it sometimes they hit close to home and it does get me in trouble sometimes. But at the end of the day, I always leave with, you know, but is it the truth? Like, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to holler because you hit by it. But yeah. So let me ask you, when we're rolling into cancel culture. So right now we really see cancel culture, like I feel like all the time. So do you feel like it's right that if there's people that do things when they're younger or make comments or and it could be, you know, disparaging shit, you know, or whatever, and it comes back out, say, 20 years later, do you think that we should still be canceling people? Do you think we should give redemption to people? I believe in redemption period because, you know, and not to be church, but, you know, you got to go into it as God forgave us. So I actually just read a uh, um, a, a meme that someone sent me and it's perfect for some I'm sorry uh, no, the, um, the meme said be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you Ephesians 4 and 32 Yeah. Um, that really kind of like set home so um, I believe in redemption I believe that people can be forgiven um, but Sometimes it's not about people forgiving you. It's about you forgiving yourself. And I've learned that in therapy. Yes. Um, because my therapists always tell me, and, and with me, I deal for with self. Yes, I always deal with, I deal with forgiveness really bad because I'm an intentional person. So when someone hurts me or do things to me, whether I'm young, whether I was a child, I'm like, why did you do that? What led you to do that? Yeah. Um, and partial of it is because there are some things that I've done to others and myself that I've still not forgiven myself. I actually on. used to be like that kid. And that shit is rough because sometimes when people hurt you, like you, you may never get the why and, and it's, and, and you have to be okay with that. And that's, and I am at that stage right now where yeah. I'm understanding that sometimes you will never get that. Why? Yeah. And it's okay. The healing is for you. Yes. And I'm learning that daily. I promise you it's a daily process, Mika. And it's and you're right, it is hard because there are a lot of people um that walk around with forgiveness and it leads to suicide. And yeah. you know, people were like, and, and it's true, and that's why um on the flip side, you have to be careful how you treat others. Yes. Really do. And I always that and that's why I try to be as transparent as I am, whether it's face-to-face or whether it's social media whether it's any anything okay so what I'm this I'm that I've dealt with this I've slept with men I've slept with women uh so I've been involved in some crazy shit too but I try to be that transparent where you can be that transparent and understand it's okay because if you talk about it 
you'd be better, you know. So it's kind yeah, of like I agree. Your, yeah, I agree with free. you. Yeah, you, I mean, I when I started this show, I say it all the time. Like this was like therapy for me. It's therapy every week. I feel like it's just mm-hmm. an extension of that where I just give my truth, and I always talk about like I have so many you know things that I've done, and not like super terrible things, which is you know I might have hurt a few people's feelings and things like that. And, you know, that's just life, but it's just about, you know, your growth and your, your process and your maturation process. And so we all kind of like, you know, go through it. That's what, that's where I struggle with the cancel culture, because I feel like we're, we're imperfect people, you know, uh, in this world, you know, serving a perfect God, but we're imperfect, we're imperfect. And so it's like, you know, it's very it's very hard sometimes when people like be ready to cancel people. Like people are ready to cancel Kirk Franklin. And I'm like, here's the thing. Like I I couldn't imagine talking to my kid and cussing him the fuck out, like in that degree, but we don't know the complexities of the whole thing to judge off of what happened. Like we really don't really know the complexities of their situation. Mm-hmm. And there, and there's a thing of when I, when I sat and really, 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 really thought about this Kirk Franklin thing, there is this is the thing the son is 33 and you have the right to like there's a such thing as toxic parents and toxic kids so at 33 years old you got the right to not talk to your parents like you can't be getting your parents like you can't he can't be using kirk money then Mm -hmm. you want to talk shit about him and all this shit at 33 if your if your daddy is toxic and you, you say your daddy is cussing you all the time you have the choice to step away from that because it don't serve you like you don't have to talk to your parents see i'm saying if 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 your parents are like fucked up to you you don't have to you do not have nothing is written that you got to have a relationship with these people because it's mutual respect like like my my kid respect my my kid they respect me but i respect them you know like i don't sit and just treat them like shit there's a there's a scripture that says um that um uh children what what is it when it says um children honor your parents that you may live longer yeah long life but one thing i always tell my mama next verse it says but parents do not provoke your children to unrighteousness and that's the part where i learned to shut my mouth and be like bye ma click i can't bye have a wonderful day yeah exactly exactly and i mean this is the thing though um you're right none of us understand and to answer your question so to get back on that topic to answer your question about that, I do personally believe with Kirk Franklin um, that what he said to his child, that what he did to his child, yelling at your child and going that, going to freak off, I get it. But I get it too. The, Lord knows, Lord knows. The thing that he said to his child with your broke ass and um, uh, I'll break your effing neck. Break, that was kind of you know, crazy. Yeah, those were things. Those were things that were most most concerning to me, more so the fact that. But do a, you think if you disrespected your daddy as, do you think if you disrespected your daddy? Because I know my daddy. If I was talking greasy to my daddy, if my dad was still alive present day, if, and he was like you know here, if I was talking greasy to my dad, my dad would definitely, definitely not, not rock with that shit at all. Like yeah, I talk if I, I mean, was yeah, I'm I an adult, but it. I'm like. If I was talking greedy to my dad, my dad probably fucked me up. The last time I got hit in my mouth by my mama, I was 26. So I always tell my mama, always tell me, you're never too old to get your ass beat. <laughs> so I personally believe that you're never too old. That's why I walk away now. And sometimes, you know, with conviction, when your mother has raised you right and the things that our parents have went through, 
Yeah, I mean, I dare not say some of the things. Uh, well, sometimes if I feel like it, but it's about to come out, because sometimes we forget we're human. <laughs> I be like, oh, yeah. I gotta remember you, my mama. I gotta move over, and I can't hit you back. I can't say nothing to you, but I can't let you do this to me. I can't let you take me out. It's called boundaries, Kurt, like you know, yeah. like I had to, I had to do go over that in therapy so much. Boundaries, 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 and if you don't reach your capacity, even with your parents. It's okay yeah. to, you know, be like, hey, listen, you know, I'll I'll call you back in a few days. Like, it's okay. Like, that's, thing, why, the, that's why I struggle the, with the, the thing with the son. Cause I'm like, you have the choice to step away. He's 33. My thing is y'all, th- th- and, and what he, what the son does, I feel like he have done things out of hurt and pain because he really like nobody understands him and i i get it it's like he's the black chief of family yeah i paid attention to how the sisters how the sisters spoke about him i paid attention how kirk spoke to him i paid attention how the mama hadn't spoken to him in two years she was only dealing with him through text oh i did my research on it so it's kind of like y'all been shunning this boy so long and looking at his social media yeah, looking at his social media, he's been doing his own thing musically and stuff. And Kirk, like with all the stuff that you've done, you don't even promote him as your son. So some of that stuff is probably out of hurt. Now, granted, he he wasn't right. I don't think he was right for recording his um dad. Uh, it was point to prove. And and I kind of it's on a I, I get in his family business. To, I get what he was trying to do. It was more so oh oh oh. He's trying to expose know. him and show show that he's not <laughs> who he portrayed to be. And and that's the thing is, you know, sometimes what you do in private will come, uh, it'll come to the light. Granted, I hate that it came out this way, but I'm glad to know that, you know, well, dang, I'm not the only person that has went through this type of stuff. However, at the end of the day, it's so sad. It is sad. It's, it's so sad that they have all, and pay attention, they have all resorted to talking to people on social media to clean up their... um image uh, it's more so because I, I paid attention to what the son post like this is not to down my dad what you think it was gonna do fool like right. come on what did you really think that you were doing to him you were trying to tarnish his his who he was his image on the flip side kirk you're sitting here tr- going on tamarin hall show never apologize to Facebook. the son come he never on apologized to like, the son. Did, he, did he ever apologize did, i didn't, I see didn't hear an apology i didn't either he apologized to us, the fans. I never saw him be like, you know, I shouldn't have spoke to my son. You know, I, I didn't and see to apology. Be honest, to be honest, you don't need to be apologizing to us. To be honest, you need to be just telling us to mind our business. It's a family thing and we'll get through it. Boom, right. move forward. You need to be talking to your son and you need to be telling your son, look, I'm sorry, but we need, we need counseling. And that's the thing in Black families that people don't talk about. Oh, you, and even with parents, it's kind of like you, you're cleaning up your image, but you're not addressing the issue. You and your son need help. Yeah, they do. And you know what's crazy is that, you know, it's the generation, it's the generation, kid. Like, I feel like our generation, we're more inclined now to have these conversations about our feelings and therapy and all that stuff. And then our parents, though, I I don't even know anybody my parents' age, to be completely honest. I'm trying to sit and think. They go to therapy. Being completely, being, uh, being, being completely. It took me to get checked in. It like literally, it took me to 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 take myself and check myself in to a facility for for people to really understand that that is real. It's real. 
I'll never forget. It was um, August the 1st. Literally, August the 1st, 2019. I woke up and I felt myself literally on the brink of suicide. My mom, I used to tell my mom and my grandma all the time. I used to be like, y'all, I really feel like I need to talk to somebody because y'all don't understand. Um, and it's kind of eating at my soul because I feel like if I talk to y'all about certain things, you all will judge me. And I don't want to be judged because y'all look at me as to be who y'all want me to be and what I want myself to be. I can't be that because I feel like y'all are going to like shun me for who I am. Right. Um, and I literally had to check myself in for them to understand that therapy is what I needed. It, I would never forget. My mom looked at me and she said, oh, this is for real. So I would do whatever I got to do. And I said, either one or two things. You can take me to check myself in or by tonight I'm gone like straight up. Yeah. And they took me in. And at that point they understood that. Yeah. that Some stuff we can't pray off some stuff. You really need to really go see what's wrong with you. And why the thing you-, is you can have God and a therapist, but do you know mm-hmm. how much growing up I was told, Oh, just pray. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I pray, you know, and all those things, but if your dome not on straight, you know what I'm saying? In general, you know, like we, like we work out, right. We work out mm-hmm. when, when our body, when we feel sick, we go to a doctor. Right. So if our mm-hmm. head, if our head feel a little sick, you know, why not go and talk to talk to a doctor to talk about what's going on in your head? You know, it's the same thing, mental, mental uh, wellness and things. It's all, all this shit all flow together. And then when people just become like, well, you got God. Okay. Yes, we got God, but we also can have a therapist too. It's okay. We yeah. can have both, you know. I actually that have a teacher, I actually have a sweatshirt that says that. Like it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist too, right? And so I need um, this. Shirt. But I'm glad you shared that though, Kev, because so many people are struggling in the dark and they're afraid to just or embarrassed to say, you know, this is what they have going on, or they're or embarrassed to say that you know this happened to me or I'm struggling with this. And so you know, it's a, it's a real it's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so even um, it was a learning tool for my friends because some of my friends felt like they had failed as friends um, as being there. Like they felt like even at that point, like why didn't why didn't you talk to me? And I'm like, it wasn't a matter of talking; it was more so a matter of I just needed professional help. But sometimes it- you don't know you don't know how to convey it. Like there was times that it was things that I felt or something like that that like. I couldn't really put into words or, you know, I was so burnt out or whatever was going on that like, shit, I didn't know what I had going on my damn self until it just hit you at, at one point and you like, oh shit, like I'm fucked yeah, up. Like, and what is that's, going on? that's basically what happened to me. Like I had, I had, it had gotten to the point where I had lost everything. Mika, like, and sometimes, and I, and I, sometimes, and now that I know what I know now, I mean, I'm so glad that what I've learned over the past two years is sometimes you have to lose everything for you to really get a grip on life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was at that point where I had lost everything and didn't understand that that's, that's life. So I literally resulted to, okay, I feel like I got to take my life. Wait a second. Uh-uh. I got two kids. I need to go get help. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what led me to go get help my kids and um, the love I have for the people around me and yeah. the love I more so the love I have for myself. 
Yeah. You know, and that's why when I heard about the Kurt Franklin story and his son, it 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 was like, wow. Like <laughs> they don't understand that this boy is is hurt. And even with him posting, he probably feels bad for what he done. But at the end of the day, like we have to be careful what we we put out about even with him. You know, I, everybody's but looking I agree at with you, Kurt Kat, but the, you know, but I also think on the flip side of that though, I think that if they aren't serving you, even though it hurts you, you cannot you cannot allow yourself to continuously be hurt. So when is it gonna come yeah. so so let's say Kirk is toxic, right? When when is it gonna come to a point that you decide to step away? That's my that's my point. Like right. like when are you gonna make that choice or keep just hurting yourself when you know these people are gonna hurt you? So you know, it's like you kind of gotta you kind of gotta make that decision, you know. But I am yeah. glad that obviously you know you are still here with us, kid, because you are you you do matter and you are important. And the thing is, is that, you know, we need to normalize these conversations because, you know, there's so many people out here that probably feel the exact same way that you probably felt. That part. Yeah. And that's 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 why I try to be transparent and say, y'all, it's okay because some of this stuff, it can eat at people. Really? I mean, when I share my story with some people, I let them know, like, listen, by the way you looking and by the way you feeling, I can tell the signs and I just want to let you know it's okay. Yeah, you don't have to. And sometimes when you've went, when you've been through stuff, you can pick up easily with um with with those that type of energy that comes around you. So that's why I always try to be transparent, try to be as cool, calm, collective, relatable, personable, and also um have boundaries to let people know. You know, hey, you gotta have your boundaries, baby. <laughs> I, I got listen. I got boundaries for boundaries. I talked about boundaries for damn near a year and a half in therapy. I know my therapist probably like, Lord, when is this girl going to get it? And it takes you a second. You know, when you, when it's your normal, it takes you a second to be like, okay, this shit is unhealthy. You need to yeah. stop. And it took me a long time to really be like, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I got boundaries with everybody because I have to, you know, for, yeah. for my sanity, you know what I'm saying? To keep my peace. And that's what's most mm-hmm. Yeah. I do appreciate you. Um, you know, sharing your story, it, it's it. You know, I, I know I keep repeat myself, but it's just it's important to share because yeah. you know what if someone didn't listen, right? And to, you know, and it's something that's yeah. serious. Like, you know, with when it comes to the child, like I know that talking was not normalized for us growing up, and so I just normalize it. Me and this dude talk about anything and everything, yeah. and I'm like, anything you want to talk about, we're gonna talk about. Anything, everything. I don't. I and don't that's really what care. I do. Um, you know, my kids are even four and five, and half the stuff I went through. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm ashamed of some of the things I went through because who wants to go up and say, "Hey, children, I've tried to kill myself." But I always say, "But what if my children experience that? What can I get out of this to tell my kids?" So yeah, talking this should be normalized because the older they get, I want them to understand. Listen, daddy had a problem. But they didn't make it better. So I don't want you to develop the same problem. And some things are generational curses. So you have to be very, very, very careful about um, basically what you do, because, you know, what you do is, I mean, your kids are a reflection of you. So some of the stuff that I put out or the energy that even now, um, I want my kids to grow up knowing to tell the truth, to talk about 
certain things that may bother them now. Granted, I don't want them to be like daddy and talk about it with everybody else. Right. That's what you got a daddy for. You talk right. about it with me. <laughs> but I try to teach people in my generation because like you did say, um, talking is not normalized in our generation. We were told to shut shut the hell up and do what the hell the seen parents it, say. Be, and that was seen be and that. not be heard. How many times you heard that? Be seen but, and not be heard, honey. I'm telling you. My mama say, look, show up, look good, but show up, look good, but shut the hell up. That's right. And 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 they always they always used to say this, but once you get grown and get out of my house, you can do what the hell you want to. Yeah, that's that, what they said. And we yeah, did. And you know what? But you know what? My mom, you said to me, and I left at seventeen. And I was like, you're right. So I got to fuck about it, and I never came back home. That was I, that was the last time I was in Winston Salem. No, really. I couldn't do it. And I was like, you know, she said that shit to me. And I was like, you're absolutely fucking right. And I didn't care if I fucking struggled. I never came back home. Ever. Yeah. After that. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it was just like, I just was like, okay, I hear you. Uh, I, had, I had to humble myself because at being 33 years old, I was brought back home. So it was like one of those things like, because I always just tell my mama, I am never coming back to your house. And then all of a sudden, when you lose everything, you got to go right back to the person that you like. So I even try to be careful when it comes to ending certain things, how what I say to people. Sometimes I try to, as my good saying would go, um, I bid you guys speed. <laughs> I, probably, I probably still want to kill that kid. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, probably, I, I, I've eaten humble pie before plenty of times, and I've, I've been where like you know, I didn't have much, and my ass still did not go home. After college, I was broke. Yeah, I can't. I was broke as fuck, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna figure this shit out. I'm telling you, but that's mm-hmm. me. I, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. That yeah. was Mika. But all right, so let's go into. But, but do know, but. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm about to say, but do know that uh, temporary. <laughs> I didn't come back to stay. I came back to. No, I just... mean, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> when it comes to your situation, here's the thing that you have to remember, right? Let me say this. Like, you just shared mm-hmm. an amazing story of you, one, you know, having this scare, having these feelings, you know, finally being able to express it to your mother, your grandma and say, you know, your family and say like, Hey, listen, for real, like I need some fucking help and them actually understanding to where now I'm sure it probably bridged some gaps, you know, with people to, to where they really understand yeah. like, Hey, like this is some real shit going on. So, you know, just because mm-hmm. you, you know, have to start over and maybe you eating some humble pie right now. Okay. But okay. I, but when I say, when I say eating it, I am eating it, digesting okay. it and, but it's yeah, okay I'm, because I'm, you're I'm, still I'm, here. I'm point, yeah. You're still here. Mm-hmm. You're making it through. You're working and you and you get yeah. it together. And it's okay. It's okay. That part. Yeah, because it's not life is not a rat race. Like I'm literally in the middle of like doing a life pivot, completely trying to change my career. I'm 36 years old. Like I'm completely trying to do all this other stuff. There's no rat race in this thing. It's just all about, you know, whatever. You, at 45K, you might be like, oh. I want to do something. I want to do something different. You never know. So it's okay, <sighs> but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Don't feel, don't feel bad. It's a journey and everything, everything that we're going through, even us having this conversation right now, it was meant to happen. And sometimes it's a necessary thing and it's okay. Like it's really okay. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the day, nobody can judge. <laughs> nobody can judge anybody. Like 
I might have a million. Hell no, and I wouldn't I give a, anybody, I wouldn't give so. a shit. Yeah, I wouldn't, when so I tell you okay. if shit was to be given, I wouldn't give a shit to who judge. It's but it's, it's it, it is one of those things like as as me being you know once you get grown you be like, whew. But Lord, my, I need to be. I should. But, I, but it don't matter. You gotta you gotta get the humility out of it. Sometimes we have to eat the humble pie and we have to humble ourselves down. Get the humility out of yeah. it. Get what God is trying to give you. You get it and you learn from it and you grow and keep going. It's that simple. Really? That part. Humility. Humility is a big thing. So yes, it's fine because you, you know you're getting it together and that's all that matters. That's all that matters is growth. All right. So let's go into our last um, topic. This is the topic that's been all over everywhere. So I'm going to give a breakdown first, Ken, and then we're going to go into it, okay? Okay. So Derek Jackson, if you don't know him, he is a, what well, they used to call him, like what, a relationship guru, social media influencer, he pretty much, uh, Arthur, I think he wrote a book a couple years ago. The thing that made, okay, so he's in, okay, let me, let me, let me slow down. So he was involved this week in a scandal where he it came out that he has had multiple affairs on his wife um apparently you know women are coming out you know you got one woman that's talking and she's talking about how basically she was in the marital bed she didn't know that he was married you know i mean all the all the tea is coming out but I think what made this thing such a scandal because I mean it's not a scandal it said that he cheated because I mean he's a man and that's what y'all do get but it's not a scandal that he cheated the scandal is <laughs> the scandal is that he talks so much shit about men who cheat and men who do wrong and men who's not living by God and I don't know if you remember but do you remember when John Gray Pastor John Gray cheated on his wife Derek Jackson went in on him went in on him so the other day when yeah. all this was popping off right I'm sitting here looking at all this stuff pop off shade room posting all this stuff can i i i was jamonte you know my brother-in-law y'all he's never on social media so i'm so he asked me well, who is this guy so i'm explaining this whole story to him and he is all into it and i told him i said i wanted to throw my phone and the internet completely the fuck away when pastor john gray slid into the shade room comments and was like you remember when you was talking about me i was like okay now, now we in the comments on Shay Room on Instagram. Like I was completely done, but but that's how much he talked about people, and that's what made it to me incredulous. Because I'm like, bro, like you had a lot of opinions, and you made it seem like you were just airtight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't gonna be seeing her talking about, oh, you know, you know, cherish your black queen and blah 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 blah, and then you've been cheating the whole time. What made it even more for me? crazy was then he comes out with his wife and releases a statement i thought that fucking that the, the statement was completely weird okay um, well first of all can i insert something? go ahead and first of all if you gone okay first of all if you're gonna bring out your wife don't bring her out in the bonnet and no bra. keep that first. And, no and no bra that's number one so that, if you're gonna that if you're mind. gonna and then on top of that um, um, young woman, I, and, and, and this is no stab to her, but yes, it is a stab. 
for you to have experienced that you need to be bossed the fuck up and be a baddie on your own for a second. Can, can. When, when this first hit, Leslie was watching this and you know, Leslie is like the bomb, right? So she's watching it and she was like, I'm mad as fuck at this lady's appearance because she's like, why the fuck are you sitting here looking crazy? Like, like, like she was just like, you know, you look I mean, very crazy and I'm not going to say this why i'm not gonna say this is why he cheated on you but to be honest with you if i was her or 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 if i was in that position i would have been coming I through said a, i know coming through but i would have been quiet because but you know what though not, let me say this though go ahead okay this is this is a few narratives that i've heard all throughout the week this shit been going on all week they were like how they feel like he was all right with his wife coming out like that because it would easier give the excuse of, well, this is why he might've stepped out because look at who he coming home to. And that's not right at all. I don't fucking agree with that shit at all. But at the same time, I personally think that the wife, she had to take a Xanax or something because she didn't even seem present. Well, first she of all- like She was in a whole other planet somewhere. She, seen, she seems controlled oh, by yeah. him. Oh, yes. And I think it's a control mechanism that that he even did with the world. I mean, granted, like you said, he he went on the world and went on some rampage about how black men. I, I, I wasn't into him then and I'm still not into him now. But I will see his videos and men like that, I will always have a problem with. Because like you said, when men really start going in about certain subjects, I question, well, where are you personally? How have you dealt with that? I.e., whether it be homosexuality whether it be cheating whether it be scandals whether it be being broke like how do you how, you talk about somebody else being broke but when you were broke how did you handle this right. so it's kind of one of those things um i think for him he has his brand is the state because um he has put out that he is the ultimate black man and literally um i watch how he judged john gray now, granted, I, John Gray. Now, John Gray crazy, but he dragged the fuck out of John Gray, though. Now, John he, Gray is crazy, dragged, now, but he dragged him, though. He, jack, he dragged John Gray, but this goes back to even when I said it comes to people like Kirk Franklin or, you know, these people who, these images that they portray, um, they, they come across like they're not human. And even now, I even, if you go back, he, you know, he always do a playback of videos, but he did a playback of his own video. And it was kind of like, that was weird. You, are, you, you are a motherfucking textbook narcissistic he ass is. person. Like you're so narcissistic to the point where you're sitting there dying, like making a diagnostic exam of, of what you're doing yes. and how, why you said, yes. like, yes. come on, man. And like, Kaden, what did you think about the wife videos? I, I thought those her, was kind of weird. To be, you thought they were fun. To be honest with you, why did she say she was no. wearing? She said her bonnet was a what? What did she say? A hat of um, what the hell did she say? Baby, a salvation. Did she say a hat of salvation? I didn't look at that video of one thing she said because if you, if I was her publicist, I would have told her to shut the fuck up. This is not her battle. Oh yeah, this I man say she is like. But she's like, not gonna, but, but, but he, he, this is how you make his money. I mean, you can tell. I don't think she wanted to be out there. She, she seemed out money of it. anyway. But the first video you, she seemed he, out of it. The first video she seemed out of make, it. He's making. He's like, let me tell you some of the things I've written down. Okay, tell me first what you wrote of all, down. He's, 
he stood up in front of America, doomed himself as a liar, a narcissist. And it is very, very, very evident that he deals with mental health horribly. Um, also, it's, it's funny how, and, and I wrote this down, teach and show. Um, it's, and I respect his brand because some of us, as people growing up in church, we know how to be good men. We know, um, but we don't talk about the struggles of how hard it is when we're in our own four walls and how we, how hard it is to, because women, I even told my mom this one time, I said, you raised me to not show emotion to the point where now I'm a grown ass man and I don't know, even know how to share emotion. So I find myself judging and condemning others. And that's the way I get my emotion out to see how people would look at them while I'm judging them saying, okay, well, shit, I know not to tell my truth because if I tell my truth, you go judge me like you judge them. Right. Right. And I, so I, that, and I get so, that. And, they, and people need to stop doing that to young boys. That's, 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 that's <laughs> that horrible. Part. So, but the, yeah. um, I said, I said he, he was too, he, he should have been teaching and showing us as black men how to be um, good black men to the women and teaching show like in bold letters, but he was too busy trying to embarrass and tell, um, tell and throw shade, yeah. forgetting that he got his own shit too. Yep. Um, and I think that's what that's what made his brain look kind of crazy because you literally tried to go in and embarrass John Gray. He went the fucking and and, and and literally now you're trying to justify your action and say oh well i found the lord and then i don't know if you heard this one video where he said um i blame god and i blame my wife i didn't see that video what why why did he blame god and his wife what did he say he blamed he said because the when he first got saved the journey was hard for him he like you got to go back and watch you know um, but is it really that hard to be faithful now, when I was young, to be honest, you asked me today, I don't know. I, mean, I was a little suspect. But I, in present, in what, present day, what? like, if you really love the person, it's the way you love your family. He has children. Like, is it, and, and also, this is your brand. It's how you make money and support your family. Is it really that hard to be faithful? Um, now that I know what I know, no, it's not hard. I think it's choices that we make. And some of it is because of lack of communication. Um, I know for me, I always, and, and this is what I always used to tell people, and I've grown from it, thank God, is that back in the day when I was dating, um, when I couldn't, when nobody would listen to me, or when I felt like somebody felt like I, I was too much, I would go act off out? and cheat. Well, why would you huh? cheat? Why would you go act out? Because, what, are you trying to get attention? Uh, basically. And 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 I wasn't getting it from where I felt like I needed. So to get you were one of those people that was um, like, and I, I'm not any attention was good or bad. I'm gonna take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how yeah. did you how did you unlearn and, and that I, behavior? And, and how do you change? How do you change it I, now? When it hurt, when I when I found out that it hurt people that I I'm deeply in love with. Okay. That's what changed the game for me because for some people, um. Some people, I don't know, like I just with me when I understand the hurt that it, the damage that it could do to people, especially when you tell people you're in love with them and oh, just because we got into an argument, you went and cheated because you I couldn't you, you know, that stuff kind of like. Yeah. Uh, and then one thing that um, one thing that I was asked by someone I dated was, did you even consider me before you cheated? And that right there, I, I couldn't say anything. Right. Because the fact that if I would have said, no, I didn't consider you, 
it probably would have broke them their heart. And then the fact if I would have said I did think about you, but I was mad, that would have made it even more worse. So it's kind of like it was no win-win situation to it. So I I, I guess it, it came with the older I got, the, the maturity. I think the older you get, the more you really understand emotion, yeah. the more you understand what your what your behavior does and how it affects others you know what i'm saying and also yeah. i mean i think honestly now i know some old dudes old gals out here that still out here on the whole train but like i'm fucking old and i don't mind putting my phone down i don't give a shit even though like you know obviously my phone doesn't get going through but like i don't care right like mm-hmm. i don't care and like i'm i mean i'm i'm 36 but i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm not i i, I like when you cheat and you're trying to maintain a lie, that shit is hard. It's too much. In, it's too, it, it's, it's, too it's much entirely energy. too much because you're because. gonna end up lying on top of a lie, on top of a lie, on top of a lie. And right and now, that, your kids are young, but one mm-hmm. day, like they're gonna actually really, really start paying attention to what you're doing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like for me, I never wanted to be like, yeah, I'm. I was out here doing this and had to speak to that. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to my children, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. that that and that, I, and that I changed me a lot. I learned that now as a parent, like even now, Mika, like like I said earlier, some of the things that I've done in the past is already crazy enough that if my children experience it, that I have mm-hmm. to say, okay, daddy experienced this before. So and, and of course I always want to be as, as human as I can to my kids, but you know, that's why but it's like layered, said, I think kids. it's layered. It's like yeah. You can tell them, like right now, like Isaiah's 18. Like, so I share my experiences a, a whole, like way more than I did like when he was younger, but he's about to go to college. I'm like, yeah, like I was out here doing X, Y. Like, I'm not ashamed of it, right? But I speak from a standpoint of like, I'm, I'm telling you this shit and I'm telling you, I know it's going to be times you do X, Y, and Z, but like whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's a difference between you sharing your experiences and them seeing your experiences and you are affecting th- their learning and their growing through you. That makes sense? Yeah. Sharing and seeing is two completely different things. Yeah. So, you know, but, you, but you're but you doing good. The, the, the first part of all of this, kid, is acknowledging. The fact that you acknowledge yeah. the bullshit, that you're doing, you're doing good. You're on the right track. <laughs> you are. I'm telling you, you are. So, back to Derrick Jackson, though. So... How do you okay? So you felt like the wife's videos was okay. The no, after I, videos. I look, no, I, I I actually don't feel like anything. I, I haven't looked at any of the wife's videos except for him and her together. Okay, I looked so at she them came together. Out with I, one after I, I knew she came out with one. Was she, she on a purple? Was she on a purple hat? Looking crazy. And I and I probably then she came out with another one. Then she came out with another one. Where she addressed people talking about her appearance, and she basically was like, "Only, only by the only person that's gonna help Derek is God." And she chose to forgive him, and then that's when she started talking about how we stupid for basically, you know, judging her on how she looked. But I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I, it wasn't even about materialistically how she looked. But I thought if, that girl looked if, like somebody if, that if was tired. Stupid, if we're stupid. If we're stupid, then your husband is stupid for what he did to not only John Gray, but his wife. So you have to really be like, and I think that's what accountability sets in where I feel like he's doing, he's controlling this narrative because he's too busy trying to clean up his brand and it's not going to work for him anymore. Um, His pride, 
his hardness, his perversion. It's all an error. He's in error at everything that he does to the point where I don't think that he's just sitting out here coming out with these videos, but then you're He's not gonna stop cheating. No, I don't think you so. You know either. he's promoting to a book right now, like how to, to heal marriages where. or something. I just saw that the other day. Like, ain't he don't he got a new book coming? My, like, point, my point exactly. Yeah. He Mika, the point is the fact that he as of March the 18th, he's still doing it. Yeah. Like, girl, at this point, you need to um you need to take Love that yourself. Off, go get your hair. Go yeah. get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Go get your body snatched and on to the next new nigga. Because guess what? At this point, you are literally publicity yeah. and you are up for grabs. Anybody can come snatch you up and show him how to be a good man to, to, to you. That's 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 where I am with her. So I just feel like- That's where I am with her too. I'm to- is- I totally agree. I, I mean, that's, that's where I am yeah. too. Because I was like, my thing is like, she talking about, I love him. I just was like, listen, we in 2021. I just wish she would have said something else. Like, I mean, okay, we got it. Y'all married, so I'm sure it's love there. But I'm like, girl, you out here looking crazy. Like, I, 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 oh, I was concerned for her though a little bit. Like, I was like, blink twice, hon, if you need somebody to come get you. She look crazy. (laughs) I was concerned. They're too busy. It's like they're too busy out here trying to save his brand versus fuck the marriage. She look broken. What what I think she looks shattered. What I think, what I think is gonna happen, Mika is. He's going to try to fix his brain so much to the point where he's going to end up saying, you know what, I'm going to let you go. Do you think there's layers in cheating? Like, no. I do. What, 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 what do you mean layers? Okay, I'm going to say what I think. Cheating is wrong, right? Like, it's, you know, we shouldn't be doing it, right? But I think yeah. when a man cheat on a woman, like when she pregnant or right after she have a baby, I think that's fucked up. Like, I think it's some things to me that's like, uh, because you, you, the woman going through postpartum, she done pushed out your child, her emotions all over the fucking place. And she might be a little, you know, trying to come to. So why are you out here cheating? Then I think it's even worse when you have sex in, he has sex in his marital bed. You, you bring somebody home into your bed where you and your wife share I think I don't know. To to me, those those will hurt me more. That will hurt me more than. I mean, cheating is gonna hurt me, but those will hurt me more than you just cheating on me. You had somebody in my home in my bed, where I lay. I thought the I, I thought the girls never came to his home. No, that that one girl she had pictures. She had pictures in the bed at the house, and she was like that she don't care about the wife because she thought they were separated. So yes, they were seeing each other out. But she also was at the house. So when oh, the yeah. wife was gone, like on vacation or whatever, he had a girl in the house. Now, come on now. Where his children is. Come on now. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's that's wrong. I I I I, I can't judge him um off of his cheating. Only thing I'm gonna say is damn, because I've done that before. Um, and granted, like you said, all men cheat. I don't believe all men cheat, but there's some form of cheating that we have done, whether we, you know, the Bible says, so a man think if so is he. So if you think about cheating, basically you're uncheated. Just go <laughs> like, well, it's, yeah. it's and so it's kind of like this. So I, I hate that. I hate that he did this. My prayer is that he really, really, really seeks help because at this point it matters not about your brand. It matters not about no fucking book. 
It matters not about it. What matters is how you walking around thinking that what you what you did is okay. Right. Like that shit is not okay, bro. That's and all, he, and did you that see that he was on, joking on his wife? Like somebody was commenting on his wife's appearance and he was making jokes and comments. Yeah, it's like you don't even recognize what <laughs> like bro, you don't recognize what you're doing. And then the fact that, you know, I, I did read John Gray's response back to it, which I mean I feel like it was shady. You, some stuff some stuff are like John Gray's hilarious. Uh, he a little shady tree. So at this point, John Gray, he a little shady tree. Yeah, what something what he doing nowadays. Yeah, some things are small to a giant because at the end of the day, what you did, it brought your thing down. And now Derek Jackson got his own thing going on where his his tree about to tumble down. Yeah. However, at the end of the day, um I, there's just some level of um accountability that I really feel like he's not taking. No, and I don't that's why I don't think he's gonna stop. I think he's gonna continue cheating. It's it was he, nothing he, about that man that made me feel like I didn't see, I didn't see nothing godly and I didn't see no change. I mean, first of all, no. some of this shit just came out over the weekend and then she talking about he found God. Yeah. I'm like, well, did he find God on Monday? Cause I'm confused. Cause this just happened since. I mean, the girl, he it, was just with the girl. Not and the long ago. Everything he's saying is he's deflecting. Yep. And he, and he's attacking. And he's projecting everything off on everybody else. Like, you know, I'm going to get through this. God's forgiving me. Yeah, God has forgiven you, but you have to take accountability, bro. The, the, yes. If I were y'all, I would just shut up. That's why I be thinking like some of y'all gospel artists, y'all come out and y'all y'all say stuff to us. Shut up. Deal with that stuff privately, man. Because this what happens is if you don't deal with it privately, all of this stuff comes to the light. You keep trying to hide private stuff. And it's stuff shit keep hitting the fan. Why do you keep talking to us? Okay, so do you feel I like in this in this scenario, do you feel like because the girl is the one that outed him? So do you feel like that he should have outed himself? No, I feel like he just should have kept shutting up and dealt <laughs> with it pri- and and dealt with it privately. Oh, like, like after a, it came after it came out, just yeah, not you and your you and your wife should have shut up. It's a, at this point if y'all if God has forgiven you, you don't got through it. So what? Yeah, Let I me don't tell you why, I don't know why, I don't know why so, we just keep making videos and my, she still look so, crazy in every so, video. My, so one thing I, I respect about my children's mama, Mika, is that she don't give a fuck what y'all, what, what nobody knows. She don't, she's not about to address you about shit. We deal with that shit privately and we move the fuck on. If you want to dwell in that light, go ahead and dwell in it. Keep living. We Nobody cares. But you, you, when you try to persistently persistently try to portray upon us as being number one humans and number two some of us were fans i was never a fan because i felt like it was bullshit from the beginning you are in no seat to sit and judge people and that goes for not only him but there were so many um people with social media platforms judging and i get that's what people do but you have to be careful because yeah. at some end of the day you may not be doing it now but your shit gonna catch right back up to you and that's one of those things, like, I I publicly never said nothing about that man. This is probably the first time I publicly said my opinions on, on who he is. Again, I, I can't judge him because I've been in his seat before. But one thing about it is I shut the fuck up. I fix what <laughs> I, I, I did. No, I shut the fuck up and I, I fix what I deal with privately. Right. Because right. at the end of the day, he owes nobody no explanation. But but his, his, his God... His, uh, his and wife, his family, his wife and his kids, and his kids. That's, that's right. It. That's but right. As far as us, as far as us, we're fans. Only we gonna call it out. We gonna talk about it. Derek, how do you feel about this whole taking a picture in your bed? No comment. 
<laughs> and keep it moving. My wife not bothered. We've already discussed this. Now, what, what messed you up is when you start trying to come out with videos and then next thing you know, somebody else come out. Oh, March the 18th. Oh, I met him at Lennox Mall. He told me he had to, every video he took, he's taking it in front of my house. He's so weird. He's not even allowed back in my on the premises of my home. Oh, not only that, but when he comes to my house, he act weird and he he like try to turn the camera so he won't be seen on camera. Like, come on, Derry, you still doing that type of shit? And then yeah. you coming out with videos. And then, you know, I was talking to Jamonte and Jamonte was like, Mika, if you messing with a little hood booger, it don't matter. I just feel uh, like, and then here go me talking about these layers of cheating. Now, it's you shouldn't be cheating, y'all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I do think it's- like, He wasn't messing with no- because I want to put that out there too. Well, what I'm saying is, why did not sign NDAs? If you're gonna be cheating and your brand is being a relationship guru and your brand is that you're just this worshiping your black queens, why you why you wouldn't make somebody sign an NDA? You want to protect your image. You care too much more about your image. And but you business. should care about your image if this is how you make your money. So why wouldn't you? Why uh, would if you're uh, cheating? Why wouldn't why wouldn't you make people? Point, Mika, at this point. Do you know how many celebrities out here are cheating on their wives and they out here making people sign NDAs? At the end of the day, business before business is separate from personal. And 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 I don't know. I don't know. He's stupid. He is stupid. That's that's the point that I'm trying to make because I'm sorry. It is how I'm paying for my bills. I ain't gonna be doing it for one, but two, like I'm gonna be clean about the shit. He out here one time, he was, uh, the, the girl you was talking about, he was recording a motivational video in front of the girl's house. In front of her house. Fucking crazy. He did a couple of videos crazy. like that. But but you know another thing, Kat, though, that but I wanted to say, and I was going to say this before on the, on the Kurt Franklin part. I think this, I think personally when people be so, uh, like, just hell-bent on these celebrities, it's just an example of just, to me, worshiping false idols. Like, we worship celebrities entirely too much and put them too much on pedestals when, like, these people are people. I'm never surprised when I hear somebody cheated. Or I hear somebody did anything. I, I'm never, I'm never shocked by anything. Me either. I just be like, oh, so, and, and maybe, maybe it's me because some people say I think the worst about everything, but I always be on standby and be like, hmm, no, they married so per- but, it's, but it's a realistic thing. And I mean, we're fucking, we're fucking human. The thing is, though, we have a normalized, you know, we have a normalized, I just had this conversation with Leslie earlier. We have a normalized conversations of, monogamy and no monogamy everybody can't be yeah and i don't think you should be shunned for that if you can't you know what i'm saying but should you have conversation about it yes because like i told you before i think sometimes you leave with honesty and you might tell a person hey look you know this is what i got going on like and maybe come up with some rules you might have somebody that might understand that and be like it's fine like they find we're having an open kind of situation. Yeah, and see, and that, and see, that's that's the thing. I actually know one couple right now. Um, it's not the blast, so I never say their name, but I know one couple right now. Um, who literally in the past I judged for years. I used to be like, hey, do such and such know that you're doing this, or do your other partner know that you're doing this? And the crazy part where what I didn't know, what I've learned, what I learned later on in life when they were comfortable talking about it and they're still dating to this day is they have a literally open relationship to the point where they include people and they're okay yeah, I know with plenty, that. But I, but I know plenty of people who live a lifestyle like that and it's completely fine. And I'm like, that's what I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I, but some people, I love it more that they're able to be honest with each other. It. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. When, and when you hear stuff like that, you're like, oh. But Ken, don't okay. you think if you give somebody sometimes the option you're going to either get a yes or a no. You might get a yes. 
you might get somebody to be like, I tried. If this, if this something you're struggling with, I, you know, I might be open to see what, what, you know, what we can but do. What if, but what if, but okay, if they but say no, is, what if they if say no? Open to... what, what, what are you yeah. Say? Oh, what if they say no? How would you deal with that? How would you deal with that if your partner say no? And I, I mean, then you have to make the decision, Ken, because here's the thing, like, if you feel like you want to be known, no, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about me. I'm, I'm answering you with your name. I'm saying like, if it was me oh, okay. and I wanted to, I wanted to do that. And I came to, I came to my partner and they were not where they were unwilling. Now I'm left with the choice of, I got to either do what they want me to do, you know, which is be monogamous and be with them, or I can't be with them because I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cheat on them. I'm not going to do them wrong. And so if I feel like I have these urges and I can't be monogamous, then you got, you have to make the choice, but I think you should so give somebody the option. Like walk- but I think you should give somebody the option okay. of at least telling your truth and giving somebody the option of saying yes or no. Don't just go cheat on them. You, you, if you would have asked them, maybe you would have just been like, maybe you would have got a yes. Like, how do you know you wouldn't have got a yes is what I'm saying. You don't know. Some people like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not into it because I, number one, I'm jealous. I'm a jealous type. So I would yeah. never ask someone that I'm out, but I'm not going to lie and say, I've not been on one that have been on. Like, oh, I, I would like to try it. But I would be too scared. I'm, like, a, I'm not a in- jealous person, but I'm also not like I don't think I would be a person that would want to be a participant. Like if if you want to do something with somebody else, but if somebody came to me and was like, I feel like I need this to be happy, I, I wouldn't care. I don't need it. Like I'm fine with my one. But I think right. I, I don't think I would care because I think that it's human nature to just have desires. Right. And so I would rather my partner want to have honest conversation with me and we be honest with each other than, you know, you do it behind my back anyway, or you lie to me. So, you know, I think when you first get together, you should talk about what kind of relationship you want to have. People miss those steps. So with less, like we choose to be monogamous because that is that that is what it is. You see what I'm saying? But with somebody else that they might want to do something else and they give me the choice of making the choice on whether or not that's what I want to do. Talk about it. We people should communicate more because so if, go ahead. So if your partner if so if your partner says they want to do it but you don't want to do it in the back of your mind, what would you feel like? And they say, well no, I'm not gonna do it because I think I that love if I had a situation where somebody didn't want to be non-monogamous, I more than likely wouldn't I I probably would not be the messing around with other people. But as long as we had clear communication about what was going on, like when you have a situation like that, like open situation, you have to talk even more about what's going on. So if we talk and all that shit and all that stuff, and we have a clear understanding on what's going on, then whatever, do what you gotta do. I wouldn't feel away. I really wouldn't. If, if we have a clear understanding on what this means, what you got going on and it don't interrupt our sex like our our sexual life now now you if you're going out here and you can't do nothing at home no we got problems but i don't i don't i don't i just i don't know if i will be open is what i'm saying to any kind of conversation i just think that give somebody the option give somebody the choice first and just see what they say that's right what I'm saying. i agree so that's what i'm saying you know so I, I just i don't know like i think people um in in present day should think about that more i think sometimes we're all constricted by 
Um, one societal norms, we're constricted by what we were taught. We're constricted by because we're, you know, pretty much most of us have some kind of religious uh, base. But I mean, right. But we have this one life too. And who wants to live this one life and be unhappy? And I wouldn't want my partner to be with me and they needed something else that I can't give them and they're unhappy. That, that's just me. I don't know. Yep. But talk to You're me correct. though. Don't just go out here. <laughs> crazy right but talk yeah. and let's just and, and you you never know you never know that's i don't know people probably gonna disagree with me on that but i don't know <sighs> i'm gonna be quiet i know quiet, I, I don't i mean you know I, i'm open i don't i don't know I, I i just feel like when you get together you just have these conversations beginning and you go from there and so because i'm because a lover type i'll tell you what i'm i'm not gonna do but if you want to do it and I'm totally in love with you, hey, I'm down. That's what I'm, I'm saying. That's the type of person I am. That's the type of person I am. But I also believe that now that I know what I know about life, some people can't, some people can't be with one person. And I don't judge that. And some people don't want to be. And as we grow, no, you know. I ain't going to lie. The younger I was, I was one of those people that I felt like I couldn't be with one person. But the older I'm getting. When I was younger, it's I felt like I felt like I was gonna be non-monogamous when I was younger. But now I'm like, uh, bitch is tired. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. I, I can't do it. Like, I, yeah. So, I'm, I'm good with just the one. So I'm good with just the one. So, yeah. Well, Kat, this was good. Um, was there anything else you wanted to give for the Dare Jack situation? I think we covered everything. We've, we've been all around the loop on this episode, but this was good. Mm, it's good conversation. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think Derek Jackson just need to shut the fuck up. I really yeah, do. Him and I agree. Wife, I think if they're gonna, if they're gonna, um, well, it's personal thing. One thing for her is uh, cheating should not be tolerated. And if he did it once, and that's something between him and God, my question is not for Derek anymore because now I know who he is, which I still think he's gonna cheat. My question yep. is, but how are you gonna be a queen? How are you gonna sit on your throne with the crown and 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 look or make this image better than it already is. And at this point, I don't think that she needs to be concerned about his image. I think it's hers now, because now she's gonna be deemed as a uh, as Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan say the stupid girl. Nobody wants to be that stupid girl. But she looks stupid though. I'm sorry. It's a difference between yeah. like it's a, it's really a difference her. between like being like okay, you know. I don't know. I, I hate to say she looks stupid. I shouldn't say that, but she just looked crazy have, to me. Like, but have you heard? Have you heard them say anything about going to therapy? Nope. She just keeps. She just keeps really, really, really talking about God, and I'm like, and I don't knock that though. But I'm like, I ain't what's... knocking it too. But baby, clearly something is off in the brain if you ain't going to seek therapy about this because now it is a. If y'all not dealing with relationship counseling or therapy, it's a problem. And that's 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 the problem with most church. That's why so many people be fucked up for real, fucked up. Yeah, I agree. That you people, know, you know, people, I agree I with you. Up. It took Leandria to go sit down with Iyala and fix my life for her to really uh, like for real. I gotta talk yeah. to somebody else, and, and I believe that. And behind, you know, with Leandria's situation, behind anger and all that is hurt. And you know, she's mm -hmm. hurt and how she felt with church and church hurt. You know. Church hurt is is some serious hurt when you got that church hurt. Yeah, but it sometimes is. it's and it's one serious. thing I'm learning that it's it's not more so the church hurt is more so the people in the church that hurt you. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Because you because church is 
it's like it's kind of like you're not in a, you're not in a fraternity but like i'm in a sorority and so it's just like the same as sorority her like this is where you're supposed to be like all your trust is there and like your deep relationships same way in the church and so yeah and know, see but see that's the thing and that's the thing where we put our we put our trust too much into people that's there that's why like now even the older i get i don't even care who go to who church i try not to get into the people yeah. in church i go for one thing one thing only and i try to exit stage left Bitches be like, let's go. Bitches be like, let's go eat. Mm-mm. Baby, I'm gonna eat at home. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to be like that. I, I, I'm yeah. totally in agreement with you. Like, I'm currently right now, like I've been doing virtual and popping in and kind of like, you know, I've been church shopping because I'm, you know, living Charlotte. Yeah, shopping. Yeah, you know, trying to find me a home. Trying to find me a home. And uh, and you know, it's been, but it's been cool. It's been nice, like kind of just popping in and just you know finding some stuff. But like, I love just been in the background go go and get a good word and i float on float on out like i don't get real connected to people in there like you know overly connected because it's just yeah that's when you okay i'm gonna say this that's when you started that's why you're seeing the real of things because when i was in college right and you know in college like when i first went to college i was a holy roller i don't know if you knew that or not i was like a holy roller i didn't cuss you know i didn't really do anything and so one time I was like, you know, I went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. I mean, I'm I'm on it, right? I'm on it. And I was down, you know, I started like volunteering. So I'm like helping in the kitchen and all this stuff. And then they just start dogging people in church. And that completely, completely messed me up because I was like, wow, like, why would you be talking about each other? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like talking about these people and the way they were doing it it completely so for a long time I didn't go back like I, I still studied and to this day like I still studied my word like I still do all of that but I was really hesitant on how I involved myself because the levels of how they were talking about these people just just like they were nothing mm. it really blew my mind and it really messed me up and I was like what 17 years old I think I was eight, 17 18 years old and I was just like whoa because I mean I was saved you know I think I got saved when I was like Four, 13 14 so I was really kind of like really fresh so I was really like you know church is just the most amazing thing in the world and everybody here love each other that thing shattered me I think had me like it made me look right. at completely different because I was like whoa because these are the people that's like passing out you know on Sunday service you know what I'm saying like <laughs> and so I'm like I didn't expect this like at all and so um just being young yeah yeah I don't know I I, what I've just learned with life is just that like how you said people think that you always see the negative I don't think it's about seeing the negative it's just humanizing people I don't yeah like I don't think no one's perfect because I we live we are imperfect people yeah so I'm never surprised when it's like oh okay like I think it's certain people I'll be surprised if I if they found they were cheating on their on their wives but certain people I'm like yeah yeah but yeah and yeah, it's certain people, there's certain people, but it's just always that, hmm, it's always a, something in the back of your mind, be like, it yeah, I, be transparent so I can know what you done dealt with, because so, you might can help me, because I'm trying to be like you. And then we find ourselves idolizing relationships and people so much to the point where when they fall, we be like, oh, damn. Right. Oh, who is you? And, they, I, and, we, I, I don't, and we shouldn't be idolizing people at all, right? Yes. So that's that, that part, so... Well, this was good, Kat. This was a good conversation. And let me just say this to you. You know, I appreciate your transparency today. I appreciate your honesty. And just no matter, like, even no matter what people think or even you think, right? Yeah. 
you're lifting yourself up, you're getting back mm-hmm. there, and it doesn't matter. And you're doing and you're doing a good job. So Thank just don't you, don't forget that. Don't forget that. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, you're a family. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You're more than a friend, you're a family. So, you know, I, I I feel like, you know, your journey is your journey. And it's not for any of us to judge your journey. And mm-hmm. um, and you're gonna be okay. So I appreciate you joining me today. And I appreciate you also sharing your your story because people need to hear that because it's the real, it's, you know, mental health is a real thing. Yeah. It really, truly is. It's something to take really serious. And in the black community, we should have more of these conversations. So I just try to normalize them. So I, I really do appreciate you. Okay, boo. I'm here for you. <laughs> All right. So also, y'all, uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, follow y'all. Make sure y'all are reviewing and uh, doing a five star or something on uh, on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to the pod. Rate the show, y'all. Give me five. And uh, also, you can find me on social media. And you can find me on Instagram. It's at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter. It's at IJMT podcast. You can always email me if you want to be part of the show. It's IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out some of the other shows I'm part of. A girl's busy out here. And I'm on the third chamber podcast. We we do bi-weekly shows, me and the guys. Um, it's really fun. Elena and I, we do verbal consent. Season one just ended. Season one was on relationships. And you can find that podcast as well, Verbal Consent. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.